And now, from the Daytona Beach News Journal. And he is a lap away from the checkered flag in the Daytona 500. The voice of NASCAR. Austin Dillon wins the 60th running of the Great American Race. Daytona Motor Miles with Ken Willis and Godwin Kelly. Goblin Kelly, we we're, actually have things to talk about this week. We're in the 6th Street studio. We're busting out with news, baby. Plus, we've got Facebook Live going here. That's what that is. Yeah, so you're on live television. I thought you were uh, having like a spasmodic do you, episode. Do you there. realize that anybody in the world can see you right now? Anybody in the world. Now you tell me this? Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's good to know. That's good to know. Because, uh, you know what? The last couple of times I've been in the pod, we have been almost literally scraping the walls trying to find something underneath well, that's worth talking you about. You should have been here last week, man. What did I miss? Well, the headline was no news, no Willis, no problem. Hey. <laughs> no shirt. No shoes. Yeah. So it was, we were. This is nothing compared to the last week. Well, last we got week. we're talking Danny Suarez this week. We're talking about the trouble in the Xfinity garage. We're talking uh, Nashville. Other people might call it Nashville. Uh, we're going to talk a little bit of uh, sports cars. And I wrote down a few other things, and I can't find it because uh, the printer is not working. Oh. Is that is that symbolic or Save, is that just, hey, uh, just a glitch? We're saving the forest. Yeah, so anyway, uh, we're going to do all that when we come and we'll get started when we come back right after this. And we're back. Wow. What do you know? It's called first segment of Daytona Motor Mouse. Ken Willis, Godwin Kelly at the News Journal in Daytona Beach. <coughs> you know, I can still hear the echo of, uh, of noise from the Speedway. We had the Rolex 24 test this past weekend. Coming up this weekend is uh, the ARCA Series will be testing at the Speedway because, as we know, they race on the first weekend of NASCAR Speed Weeks in February. And uh, the Cup cars, no, no, they don't test anymore. They don't need it. They just go to the wind tunnel. The engineers roll up their sleeves, I think. I don't know if engineers actually loosen up enough to roll up their sleeves, but they do whatever the equivalent is of rolling up their sleeves. Right. They uh, adjust their pocket protector, perhaps, and and, uh, and whip it out, maybe. And uh, so anyway, they uh, they do their thing now without having to actually go on the track. We're getting closer and closer to racing from our couches from uh, February through November and, uh, and, and e-racing and calling it a day. But anyway, on my list, which I had to put on my phone because imagine that wow all right daniel suarez we kind of saw this one coming mr kelly we saw it coming <clears throat> when joe gibbs racing two se- two seasons ago suarez was thrust into the cup series at joe gibbs racing when carl edwards unceremoniously well he didn't un- it was ceremonial yeah actually when he retired out of the blue yeah and uh so they, that kind of fast-tracked the danny suarez uh career path and after two uh, less than stellar seasons with Gibbs Racing, he is now moving over to Stuart Haas Racing because Joe Gibbs went and plucked Martin Truex away from Furniture Row. And as he was leaving, he nailed the uh, shutters on the windows on the way out of the door. Right. And uh, locked it locked it, and threw away the key, basically. Um, so, anywho, all that 
and Suarez moves to Stuart Haas because Kurt Busch moved to Chip Ganassi Racing because Jamie McMurray doesn't have a ride at Chip Ganassi Racing anymore. How about that? Wow. We're but, still curious to see if if Jamie McMurray will stay on that big billboard on I-95 touting the hospital. Well, the hospital name changed. So. Damn it. Everything's falling apart yeah. for Jamie. Yeah. But he so. did get that gig with uh, Fox, right? I, NBC? Fox? Almondingers no with NBC. NBC's got Almondingers. Yeah, so Fox got McMurray. But, okay, so the intriguing thing here is, as usual, follow the money, Willis. Okay. All right, so so the 78 car had to close because of what? Uh, no money. Okay. So Truex, who was in the 78 car, gets absorbed by money <laughs> absorbing junior absorbing junior yes. yes so he gets absorbed into joe gibbs racing and brings along bass pro shops uh-huh which brings along their what money 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 right. plus a lot of lures so a lot of uh stink bait yeah yeah so uh then what happens next well what happens next is i'm going to switch this over to you Hold on, I got my finger up there. There we Ooh. go. Oh, <laughs> ouch! So what happens next? I'm now? like a driver with the uh, with the sponsorship. All right, so Coca Cola. So Kurt Busch leaves uh, Stuart Haas Racing to go to Ganassi, mm-hmm. and he's got Monster Energy yeah, behind that's, him. That's money. All right, so the 41 car now does not have a sponsor or driver. Enter Daniel Suarez. With Harris. And a lot of people are starting to call him Danny. I'm fine with that. So Danny Suarez goes to the 41 car, and surprise, surprise, he brings his sponsor from Joe Gibbs. Yeah. Which was previously with Carl Edwards, right? Yes. They they were with Carl before Carl left. Mm -hmm. I wonder who's sponsoring Carl now. (laughs) Uh, Well, his wife's a doctor, so probably. That'll do it. Scholarship. I like that. Yeah. So anyway, I'll get to medical school. Anyway, so there is there is a, a funny little money trail here, yeah. you know, if, and it and makes it, the world go around. It shows you that if you uh, do have uh, backing mm-hmm. from a company, yep. from a corporation, yep. you know, you're going to get a ride. So that's the, and you know how long that's been true for a long time. Yeah, for a long People time. People are going to uh, bitch and gripe about it, but that's been that's been pretty much that's been true for a long time. Yeah. So. Yep. All right. Well, let's say goodbye to our Facebook friends. Bye Facebook friends. And uh, you can catch us the rest of this and we got a lot of stuff we we saved for our podcast. Really? dot com, please. Just a tease. And uh, we'll see you over there. All right. All right. We love you guys. Uh, Some other news. Here here was something that... uh, Bad news and good news. Uh, Bad news is uh, the Xfinity Series lost two more teams. You know, Jack Jack Roush decided he's he's pulling the plug on his his, uh, Bush Series team. Right. And then this past week, to no one's real surprise, Chip Ganassi is doing the same thing, which really sucks because... Our boy, uh, our boy uh, Ross Chastain, Ross the Boss, the world's fastest watermelon farmer. He was, uh, 
He was he had a full time gig with Ganassi's uh, Bush Series team, but uh, the sponsor was a company called DC Solar, which kind of does these portable temporary solar lighting, you know, for big events. They uh, wheel it out to street corners or parking lots, whatever, you know. Well, about a week or two ago, a couple weeks ago, word uh, word came out, a little news flash came out saying that. Uh, you know who visited uh, DC Solar and and the owner uh, CEO his house and and the company's headquarters? Did, did you know who vis- did you hear who visited them? No, was it Santa Claus? No, not even close. Uh, it's this uh, little group called the Federal Bureau of Investigation. Oh, yes, those guys. Yes, Efren Zimblish Jr. <laughs> and the other gumshoes over there at the FBI. Yeah, they raided. Uh, they raided the. What did I just call it? DC Solar. Yeah. Yeah. So that's not. Uh, that's bad. Yeah, that's <laughs> that ain't like, good. That ain't good for business. Good. No. So now, granted, occasionally, uh, the FBI or any other like-minded uh, investigate investigatory arm of the government may uh, take a little look, see somewhere, not find anything, right, and say, ah, nothing to see here. Sorry, sorry to bother you. Uh, we'll get some help sweeping up the glass. <laughs> but more often than not, they're going to find something. Right. And uh, if for no other reason to not, this isn't me saying this, but from what I've heard, uh, for no other reason to justify their, their uh, the, the break-in. Right. <laughs> or the, uh, what do you call that? An incursion? No, no. Uh, I'm sure it was fine. He had it coming. <laughs> anyway, uh, that that team had uh, about the worst kind of sponsorship problems you can imagine. There are sponsorship problems, and then there's a sponsor's FBI problems. Yeah, that, that's that's you know beyond the pale. Yeah, and so anyway, so the victim here uh, so far, it appears to be the uh, the uh, unintended or the collateral damage so far as Ross, the boss, Chastain, uh, the world's fastest watermelon farmer, and everyone whose job depended on that team up being up and running this season. And that's so, a lot of people. Yeah, so that's a lot of collateral damage. And uh, so so that hurts. And uh, the Roush, Roush is pulling out of the Bush series at least for a year, probably, who knows, probably forever. Uh, boy, who's left? You know, J well, you JR Motorsports, JR uh, Gibbs Motorsports. has a presence there. Uh, Junior's, Junior's Earnhardt's Bush team is basically ruling the roost now. He's the Rick well, Hendrick he, of the Bushers. He had to downsize yeah. because Hermie, or not Hermie, oh, Elliot, yeah. Elliot, Elliot Sadler. Elliot Sadler. Elliot Sadler's uh, sponsor, you know, they said goodbye after yeah. 2018. Yeah. So he had to – and the, the sad part about that is – um, Elliot is like a his closest friend. Yeah. So he has to like fire his closest friend. Well, uh, well, Elliot was quitting anyway, wasn't he? I think this accelerated that very quickly. Made it help him made his mind up. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I think he wanted to like be a part timer, but yeah. you know, even that's that's a stretch <coughs> now. More, now some good news. Let's transition to some good news Are before we, we leave. What do you know? News? Yeah. For now, uh, I, I just saw something before I came in here that there's a little talk about moving. You know, they moved a banquet from uh, years ago. They moved the season-ending cup banquet from Daytona Beach to New York City, yep. and then several years ago they moved it from New York City to Las Vegas. Uh, you know now, what? Couldn't you? Wouldn't you love to go to one of those Princess Icena mm, banquets? 
Yeah. Princess no, Icena. On Seabreeze Boulevard. Princess Icena, for those that don't know, Day- old Daytona, was a big grand hotel that wasn't even on the beach. Remember that? Yeah, it was a block off. It was block a block off, off the yeah. beach. And um, it was like one of the, the grand hotels of Daytona Beach yep. back in the day. And yep. now, of course, it's gone. Yeah, the plaza. Yeah. The old Riviera Hotel. And actually, I went to a uh, NASCAR uh, banquet uh-huh. at the plaza. When you were a teenager, when you throw this teenager. in my face all the time yeah. because one of my heroes, Marty Robbins, played about half a dozen songs that night on the piano. About yeah. a half a dozen yards from me, too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That, uh, that upsets me. Yeah. Well, at least I got to see Tommy Brown <laughs> <laughs> and the Nashville Mustangs at the Castaway Lounge. Uh, uh, hey, don't forget Little Eva and the Espionage. Little Eva okay. and the Espionage, yeah. yes. And uh, uh, anyway, so they're thinking of uh, moving the banquet from Vegas to Nashville, and I say that'd be a great move. All right, that's it's a big happening city, and it's closer to Charlotte. A lot of more fans will be inclined to go. Oh yeah, I think that would be a wonderful move because they're also talking about you know trying to kick the tires on the old fairground speedway and see if they can't get it up to snuff and maybe bring a race back there. Yep, bring so, Nashville back into the family. Nashville should be because it's uh, one of the you know one of the premier cities in, in the southeast now, and it's very modern, but it has a touch of old old school stuff that a lot of the fans would like to. So I'm all for it. Yeah, I enjoyed it. For I went to Nashville about five years ago, yep. and we had a blast. Yep, it's a fun, great place. barbecue, lots yep. of good music, fun place. Yeah, we're gonna take a break, and we'll be right back. We're back with you. Get that big time auto racing. You know what you'll get sometime is a new tunnel. It's rare, but you get one. They're digging a new tunnel in Talladega, much like the one so, they have here in Daytona. So they're digging a tunnel under the wall. No. I saw a picture. They have a 24. <laughs> now, watch it. Here's what I'm getting at. They have a 24-7 cam, Talladega does, where you right. can watch the work. What they did was they just blasted a gap, a big gaping gap in the in the banking there in the or in the one near the back i think it's in the back stretch but i not 100 percent sure it could be up front and i guess and, and they're digging this tunnel they're going underneath and they just took out this section of stands and, and section of the of the track now when they're done they're just going to fill in that section of the track that they removed right and repave and you got a tunnel i hope <laughs> <laughs> i mean and why I'm bringing this up is, is the fact that when, when the Speedway Corporation, the International Speedway Corporation, decides to do something such as, what, repave the track yep. a few years ago, yeah. several years before that, the big, massive Term 1 tunnel right? put in right off Williamson Boulevard. Yep. Right. Yep. Now, I want you to – you look at that project, and you go, my God, that's a project. Yeah. Uh-huh. That's a project. Then you look at road work that the county and state do. And you wonder if the county and or state had to blast out this new tunnel at Talladega, how many races would have to be canceled <laughs> before they were ready to uh, had the track ready for racing again? Oh, okay. I got yeah. you. Yeah. You watch this 24-7 cam. You know what you see? People working. Yeah. They're in there with the shovels and the picks. and Drive down I-95 anytime. Yeah. Right now. Right around Speedway Boulevard. You know what you'll see? Some people working. Know what else you'll see? A lot of people that aren't working. And a lot of trucks sitting around. It's, it's a crazy thing. Uh, so I guess the, the story here is, the uh, moral of the story is, 
the International Speedway Corporation should be in charge of our Department of Transportation. Yeah, in all projects. But I got to hand it to the uh, the Arco Arco boys. You, you know, the Arco. Ar- Arco. No. The uh, the the dividing fence on ninety five. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's made. Of, that's Arco. Okay. It's called Arco. Yeah. And you know, I live in Flagler. I commute. Yep. And there's always accidents happening in that area mm-hmm. and uh those the arco team yep they are up to snuff man they once a you know a semi hits that arco fence yep within a week it's fixed and so it's funny if you drive from like i do mm-hmm. you'll see like every half mile there's a new shiny arco oh really <laughs> oh boy yeah so, wonder what they do with the old ones uh, just yeah. throw them in the scrap heap. Yeah, but uh, I get your point. Yeah, yeah. DOT is uh, has a reputation of being very slow on projects. Yeah. Uh, here's some here's some more news. Chicago Speedway, Chicago Land, they call it out there in Joliet. Uh, late June, they've got their automobile race there, their NASCAR Cup Series race. They're going to a. It's going to coincide with a carnival. They're bringing a carnival. To Chicago Land Speedway in late June. You like that idea? Oh yeah, I'll have to bring my act out there. <laughs> <laughs> Were you guessing weights or ages? He says. Yep. Uh, the, oh, do you play the bearded lady? No. Guess how many chins Godwin has. <laughs> <laughs> so, so anyway, they're uh, positive reviews so far. That's good. Have a carnival. Hey, and you know what else? What uh, on our countdown, mm-hmm. our cup countdown? Yep. Chicago was the number two race of the year which you did your top five races yeah yeah Yeah. so they were number two the slide job slide job oh yeah that was junior's first race for nbc yeah and uh yep Yep. uh, kyle larson and kyle bush i think right kyle kyle or kyle (laughs) kyle larson kyle bush kyle bush wrecked truex in that race yeah for no apparent reason. Just what the hell? Yeah. Yeah. Hey, y'all watch this. <laughs> All right, we're gonna take another break. We're gonna be back with the green white checkers. We're gonna talk a little bit about the the Rolex test that came and went this past week. And a guy you're gonna get to know a lot about if you pay attention to the Rolex here in the next couple of weeks, last weekend of January, when it runs here in Daytona. Uh there's a there's a new old star on the horizon. And and we'll play the birthday game. Don't think we won't. Don't think you're getting out of that, Mister. We Cowboy. got out of it last week. You did? Yeah. Oh, I might have to make. I might have to make a run because I can't. I didn't bring my list with me. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I did. All right, we'll be right back after this. And we're back. We are back. Green, white, checkers. I'm playing with my phone here trying to find... Yes, and I'm, I was so afraid. And I'm using my radio voice. We're going to play the birthday game in a few minutes, and I was so afraid that I'd come back here to the pod without my list of birthdays. That would have made it hard to do. That would have been very difficult. Uh, Rolex test was last week, and who stole the show? Alex Zanardi. Remember him? I remember Alex. <laughs> That's growing old. <laughs> um, IndyCar yeah. star from okay. back in the late 90s. All right. Can I tell you something yeah. kind of funny? Just to show you the soup of the day kind of thing. Mm-hmm. You did a story. It was a great story, by the way. Thank you. Thank you so much. It's my pleasure. On Alex Zanardi. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Okay. Last year, who was the guy everybody was tracking? Fernando Alonso. 
Fernando Alonso. There was something. So I did. I did on the very same day you did Alex Zanardi. I did Fernando. Fernando. And my story got about a tenth of the hits. All right. Well, that'll that'll show you. Yeah, you, you, your name was uh, on the top of the chart there. Oh, that's, I'm humbled. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, Zanardi, uh, and, and he, he raced Formula One, didn't really have a whole lot of success, but probably maybe perhaps through no fault of his own because that's all equipment-driven, literally right. and figuratively. Yep. Yep. Then he came to the States and uh, was racing IndyCars <clears throat> shortly after the split between the Indi- Tony George's Indy Racing League and the old Kart series. Right. So they went their separate ways, and he was with the Kart guys. Right. And he drove for Chip Ganassi, and which means they did not drive the Indianapolis 500 because of the split. And he, in four seasons, I think, with, uh, with Chip, he won two championships, won some races. He had one of the most memorable passes of all time at Laguna Seca at the Corkscrew. He went around, I want to say Jimmy Vassar, but I'm not 100% sure on that. Um, anywho, he, uh, after four seasons there, he went back to Formula One for one or two seasons. Yeah. Still no success. Decided to come back to the States. Ganassi was full, so he raced for Mo Nunn, the old Mo Nunn racing team. And uh, was not having a whole lot of success. Couldn't get the magic back together. Late in the year, in September, uh, the Kart Series, which is based in America and ran mostly in America, had a race in Germany. And uh, during that race, he was having his best race of the year. He was competing. He he led some laps. But late in the race, he he pitted. And when he was leaving the pits, he had cold tires. And he kind of lost control. He was in the access lane coming out of the pits. Spun out of that through a little patch of grass into the racing groove Uh, and where he was drilled the front of his car was sheared off as were his legs yeah and on impact miraculously he lived uh, as dr steve holvey remember him the indycar doctor forever and ever saved his life Uh, they took him to berlin the trauma center there saved his life um and uh like within a month he was having a press conference i think with the doctor uh a few years later, he got he with his prosthetic legs. He raced in touring car series in Europe uh, for several seasons. Then, just on a whim, he got into hand cycling, paracycling, and uh, became the world's best. <laughs> won two gold medals in the Paralympics. Won the his division at the New York City Marathon. When it started doing Ironman triathlons, this, the guy has no legs, by the way. Let's yeah. point that out. And. Um, and so anyway, just a, the epitome of the inspirational story. And, and just on yes. And his uh, his attitude. <coughs> oh, so beyond is, is radiant. Yeah. yeah. And uh, so anyway, a year or two ago, some BMW guys were talking to him and asked him if they if he would like to take a shot at. They had adapted a steering wheel with hand controls that would make it possible for him to race their uh, IMSA style BMW. And they were thinking maybe Le Mans. Le Mans. Le Mans. And uh, he said, I would love to do it, but make it Daytona, not Le Mans. So he is now, he's going to be part of a, a GT Le Mans class and a big old full body BMW. He's part of a four man team for the Rolex. And they were here this past weekend testing. And again, it's true. They bring him into the media center or wherever you see him, he just lights up any area he's at. It's, I've never seen. Now he was like this before. I mean, twenty years ago, he was. He had the same personality. He was amazing, but now 
It's just it just seems even more so because yeah. of what he went through and well, how he came out the other side. And let it be noted that he's fifty two. Yeah. And he could like if we jumped him in the alley. Oh he, no chance. He, he beat our ass. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. He just he, it, yeah. You see his the size of his arm. Oh no, yeah, I quite yes, absolutely <laughs> did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, 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 not gonna happen. Not gonna happen. Yeah, he he is uh, he is strong he is stout yeah so anyway sometimes you you we have grown used to seeing him with this process wherever whenever you do see him on occasion uh when he's at an event or whatever you kind of grown used to grown accustomed to see him seeing him with his prosthetic legs on right and other than being you know a little stiff and wooden when he moves um you know he, he looks you know like alex zanardi and then all of a sudden now you see him like when, like the way you see him when he's paracycling, you know, he doesn't have the legs on, and he's in his driver's uniform, and he's getting around on a little scooter, and it's just it's just an amazing thing to watch. So that's yeah. going to be a fun – he's going to definitely steal the show. Hopefully the car holds up and he can compete, get several stints. He said he could drive all night because this is what was interesting. One of the interesting things to me, he said, without the legs, without the legs, I'm just using the hand controls in the car. He goes, I could drive all night. Yeah. He said the fatigue factor is just not even – not even around i mean there's just no fatigue factor for him because and you look at his upper body and you go well i can imagine yeah, yeah. but that's what gets you is the, the driving in and off the clutch the brake and all that and you're cramped in that car when these guys get out it takes them a little while to get their legs back after they do a stint driving yeah. what so. there uh, i talked to two of his co-drivers yeah and uh one of them they said they were actually asked by bmw to use the hand controls yeah. just in case yeah. you know in case there was a malfunction and they were forced to and they said they, could, they, they had a really hard time yeah, yeah. you're doing a, you're doing three or four things with two hands yeah yeah because you got gas brake brake shifting yeah shifting yeah yeah so and, and by, oh and by the way steering yeah <laughs> <laughs> that might be the most important part so uh yeah so anyway uh they bmw's assured them that during the driver change they can actually change the steering wheel yeah and so once the the normal steering wheels in and the car will have pedal control you can go on youtube and find video of him uh the practicing the driver changes at the Uh, rolex yeah i was actually a-n-a-r-d-i yeah Uh, google that uh ken willis actually took a really good video of that i mean it's it's amazing video this was very inspiring yeah all right let's play a birthday game before we go you ready all right you got this one's too easy you know what this one is we already talked about it mark martin's birthday today oh go ahead and say it happy 60th birthday to mark martin okay unbelievable 60 but he looked 60 when he was 40 that's the good news because he buzzed his hair when he got the buzz cut and it was turned gray that that adds years to you now we tell him right (laughs) (laughs) all right but the good news is now he looks young for his age because he hadn't aged a bit anyway uh wednesday this is gonna make you feel old handsome harry harry gant's birthday is harry uh, gant i'm sorry what today's wednesday yeah happy birthday yesterday to mark martin <laughs> <laughs> all right today's wednesday i'm screwed up uh harry gant handsome harry handsome harry and you're gant. gonna feel old he's 75 79 Isn't that amazing so that's what happens when you drive till you're like 55. Well, he didn't. You retire, and before you know it, you're 80. He was a rookie when he was like 40. Yeah. And he 
with a successful all through his 40s. Yep. Uh, same uh, same thing today. Uh, Larry Mack. Larry Mack Reynolds. 65. 60. <laughs> Bobby just, Ray Hall. I'm just going with 65. Bobby Ray Hall, or as they say uh, in Macon, Bobby Ray Hall. 65. 66. All right. So I knew it would work yep. for me. Tomorrow, at Thursday, point. Brett Bodine, one of those racing Bodines. Wait a minute. Brett? Brett. And he's the... He drives the pace car for the middle or the... Works in the R&D center. Uh, I believe he is the middle. He'd be the middle. middle. Yep. Todd's Mm. the youngin' and Jeff's the older. So he'd be around 58. 60. Ah. Just like Larry Mack Reynolds. Saturday, Ernie Irvin. Swerving Irvin. Who now lives, I think, just south of Charleston, yeah, South Carolina. He's just a, on a horse farm. I'm going to go with 65 again. He's 60. Ah, how about that? Him, Brett Bodine, and Larry Mack and Mark Martin all turning 60 within like four days of each other. Wow. Here's a guy who's not 60. Saturday, oh, next Tuesday, say happy birthday to AJ Foyt. AJ Foyt. AJ Foyt. There's a. Uh, Al, uh, um, Jackie Stewart used to call him E.G. Foyt. <laughs> In the back there is E.G. Foyt. With the rain coming down, Keith, I don't know what the cars are going to do. Well, they're going to slip and slide around the track, Jackie. Whoa, Nelly. <laughs> Tom Sneva, he's going to come around for the chicken flag if he has to use an oar. <laughs> it's an old-fashioned Midwestern gully watcher. Mm. I love the old Indy 500 tapes. Yeah. Yeah, old videos. It is raining sideways here at the brickyard. Oh, Keith. <laughs> Keith, I don't know what to do. Right now, slip and slide, Jackie. <laughs> Brilliant. Anyway, AJ Foyt, next Tuesday. Uh, 81. 84. Okay. Yeah, you're a little off today. Yeah. It's a holiday. All right, Coming one more. Same holiday. day. Two racing giants have birthdays on the same day. AJ Foyt, next Tuesday, along with Norm Benning. Norm? Norm. 70. Damn, you bad week for you. 66. Yeah. Yeah. Are you tanking on purpose to get a high draft pick next yeah. week? <laughs> yeah. Is that what you're doing? No, just yeah. the holidays through You know, me Norm's on. a private pilot, I think. Somebody say he's like a commuter or a commercial pilot or uh, whatever you want to call it, where you can hire him and he will. Uh, he's a uh, pilot for hire. Him. Yeah, pilot for hire. <laughs> yes, he is. That's what he is. Okay, so you can find uh, Ken Willis on Twitter at HeyWillieNJ. You can find me at Godwin Kelly. You can find the podcast at DaytonaMotorMiles.com or at NewsJournal. No, no, wait a minute. NewsJournalOnline.com. And thanks to the seltzer water I just downed, you can find me in the men's room in about two minutes. <laughs> That's it. Thank you. Thank you for listening to this episode of Daytona Motor Mouths. To reach the program, please visit DaytonaMotorMouths.com or follow on Twitter at NASCAR Daytona or Facebook at NASCAR Daytona. And thanks for joining us. Daytona Motor Mouths is a production of the Daytona Beach News Journal.